you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From the cosmic legends of the universe, Dave Damaschek. The mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Hi and hello, football fans. Your old pal Dave Damaschek here. Welcome to episode number eight of the Dave Damaschek football program. Boy, I love that intro song. I don't know if I like that one better or the one that we used for episodes one through six. Let's ask a man for his opinion, a man who has joined us on each and every Dave Damashek football program. Adam Rank, how are we, sir? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Sure I don't thing. Know, I don't know if you can have a, I mean, can you... It's hard to choose. It's like trying to choose between your children. I imagine. I don't have kids, but mm-hmm. I would imagine that's what it's like. Sophie's I, choice. But I am a little... I'm a little for bit... For people who are tone deaf, yes. <laughs> I'm a little partial. I like the, I like the uh, Super Friends one, but I do... Uh, the. The original one's a little catchy. You do? I like that. I like, well, you know, listen, I, I, as I've said before, I'll say it again to you now. I could drive around in my car. I don't know why I don't. I always talk about doing this, but I would really like to drive around in my car listening to NFL Films music. It would make me feel like a better person, you know, go, you know, going, uh, getting out of the car, ready for the day, ready to tackle all the world's issues, you know? Absolutely. So, so episode number eight, and uh, uh, like we do at the to- start of every show, uh, which we appreciate you uh subscribing to on iTunes, by the way, um, we we honor the player who wore that number best. And in football terms, I think you got to go Troy Aikman. Absolutely. Troy Aikman, I've said it before, is the most underrated, I think, of... Underrated Hall of Famer probably ever. You know, and it's ironic to call someone who's in the Hall of Fame a, an underrated guy, but there is a distinction between getting into that level and then really getting into the into the conversation of the best at a certain position. And Troy Eggman way too often left off that board as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, he put he put aside personal statistics. They gave the MVP awards to Brett Favre, to Steve Young, but when it came down to the playoffs... Troy Aikman was just the better quarterback, and for the longest time, he had the highest passer rating of any quarterback in the playoffs. 
he had a couple of clunkers towards the end of his career with some some of the battered, you know, as the Cowboys got a little bit progressively worse, it went down a little bit, so he went below Bart Starr. But for the most part, when you look at the 90s and you look at the 49ers and you look at the Packers, I thought all those teams were great. All of those teams had great players. I know the Packers fans will like to tell you, like, oh, we didn't have any. Like, Robert Brooks wasn't good and Antonio Freeman somehow weren't good. Listen, all those teams were great. Troy Aikman was the one who didn't make the mistakes. He made the big plays when he needed to make them. And that, to me, put him ahead of that guy, and I thought he was the quarterback of the 90s. Well, anecdotally, I feel like watching Troy Aikman, nobody threw, in in my years of watching football, I, I this sounds like hyperbole, I don't think anybody was more accurate with, uh, with the mid-range pass on the sideline. I mean, he could throw the ball on the money 25 yards downfield in stride to Michael Irvin. It seemed like I saw him do that all the time on the money, really. You know, when he was when they were really clicking the the Cowboys, he was dominant. And I, you know, I've had this conversation with Michael Irvin, as a matter of fact, that um, if it weren't for Scott Norwood mm-hmm. missing that kick in a way, and this would be a great subject for our segment, the NFL, if one one moment in history, change, in NFL history, changed just a bit, things would be, we would perceive things very differently. Scott Norwood makes that kick against the Giants in mm-hmm. Super Bowl, whatever that was, 21, I believe. Tw- right. uh, no, not 20. 21. Nah. No, 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 25. 20, 26, maybe. No, 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 25. Washington and Buffalo was 26. Cowboys. Well, 20 was Bears smoking the Patriots. Right, that I was 25. That. Cowboys beating the Bills was 27. 20, what? I'm talking about the Bills and the Giants, Yes, that's boy. 25. 25. All right. So if he makes that kick, now the Bills are much more esteemed. You know, mm-hmm. now suddenly they're off and running to perhaps a dynasty. Now the Cowboys come along. If they beat those Bills... Not once, but twice. And I'm not, I'm not saying they necessarily would have because the confidence that they gained from winning a Super Bowl that the, that the Bills would have gained, maybe they'd really be off and running. Mm-hmm. And and who knows? Maybe they would have won four straight Super Bowls. But if the Cowboys go in there and beat that Bills team, now we regard the Cowboys much differently because by the time the Bills were in their third straight and then their fourth straight Super Bowl, they were sort of a punchline. We were expecting them to lose those games. Yeah. But if we if they went into it now, oh look for their third straight try at a Super Bowl, the Bills they've won one of them at least, and maybe they lost to the Redskins. But in the third one, now this would be a savory matchup. These the, the up and coming Cowboys looking to begin a dynasty of their own, trying to derail the current dynasty of the Bills that would have been afoot. You see, mm-hmm. and then we would regard the Cowboys. It's sort of like the effect that the Steelers got for beating the Cowboys. You know, yeah. those are two dynasties going head to head in their respective primes. You know, it. it it it's you know it's Frazier Ali. They're both better for the for the for the rivalry. You see, absolutely. All right, listen. What, what are no, we no, talking? No, about? We barely, no, no, no. Well, we barely got into the show. We got a lot of we got a lot of show to get to here. But when you but when you talk about beating good teams, it's funny because one of the other number eights is Steve Young, which people are going to throw his the team they they beat the Chargers, like That's one right. of the worst Super Bowl participants ever. As a matter of fact, one of those guys on the Chargers team told me. That they knew they were going to lose before that game even started. Shocked. They were, you know, and I don't want to call anybody out, but he got busted for HGH. But no, I don't want to call out who he is. He's on NBC's Sunday night program. But I don't want to say who it was. Mm -hmm. But he told me, like, you know what? We weren't, we knew we were going to lose. I I, I like it. It goes into the vault. When rank, somebody tells rank (laughs) something, it just goes in the vault. Goes in the vault. It It never comes back out publicly. Good for you. But listen, happy 4th of July is what we forgot to say at the top of the show. Um, But other number eight, yeah, Steve Young, 
Well, yeah, that's another one. You know, the game that they beat for who cares about the Chargers Super Bowl? That was you knew that was going to happen. But against even the Cowboys, that's the one time they got over on the Cowboys when when that rivalry was going on there. And, uh, you know, if it weren't for Barry Switzer, take a, a getting a, a, a 15 yard penalty for complaining about a bad call against Michael Irvin for right. pass interference or uh, then. That's what it was. Michael Irvin got called for for pushing off, or they didn't call it on Dion. Is that what it was? It was one of those. I don't remember the. Yeah, what was that? Anyway, Barry Switzer went crazy, got a fifteen yard penalty. The the Cowboys may have won that game, and then they would have won. I think uh, they might you know they might have won three in a row. Yes, and which would have then turned into four in a row. And if the Steelers win against the Chargers at home at Three Rivers Stadium, we could have had two years of. Cowboys Steelers in the Super Bowl. Oh wow, wow, good for you. A lot, of, a lot of NFL. Hey, uh, Milner, we didn't introduce uh, Necktie Milner for good reason because he <laughs> he ain't here. He's across the pond. He's over in France, right? Yeah, now. Happy Fourth of July. I'm going that's to how he France. Celebrates. Yeah, go have some freedom fries. Yeah, that's right. Who He's, does that? I don't know. Is he in and the- why does and Hanks off too? Like, why does our British guy? Take the Fourth of July. Do you understand what the Fourth of July is? You should be I here working. About this. Some American has to work on the Fourth of July because our British homepage editor has to go back to England, and I'm pissed. Mm. Wow, good point. Because I know love what? America. Good for you. You love the red, white, and blue, <laughs> and you're not ashamed to say it. No, and I hail you for it, sir. <laughs> good for you. So instead, while uh, Necktie Milner's off there drinking uh, tea and crumpets with uh, scrumpets, yeah. crumpets. He's supporting some other country's economy on the 4th of July. He's in England as well. Yeah. By the way, I was looking at the news today, and we're, boy, oh boy, we're, we're bare, we, we aren't even... We, we, um, let me just lay out the show for you. The big news is, coming up later in this episode, we're going to... Uh, Rank and I are going to do the playoffs... Inspired by red, white, and blue uniforms, the yes. new red, white, and blue uniforms of the Buffalo Bills. Glorious. Beautiful. Wow, are they good. Finally, a team listens to the fans. We're going to get to it in a minute, but we're going to do our our uniform playoffs, you know, NFL postseason bracket style. We're going to we're going to get to those in just a bit. But uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, because speaking of going back and forth across the pond now, um, uh, the, the Prince William and his new bride, Kate are in uh, the Great White North, Canada. They came over here to celebrate, I don't know, the 4th of July. No, I don't know what they're doing here. But then everybody, anytime you mention Kate now, her sister Pippa comes up, Mm -hmm. this Pippa girl. I got a news for you, but oh, isn't she foxy and everything? Let me tell you something. I'm going Kate on this debate. How say you, Rank? You've seen Pippa? Yeah, she's good. I mean, she seems a little more footloose and fancy free. Yeah. You know, then you maybe like that element, but I'm just talking straight foxiness, straight up side by side foxiness. I'll take Kate. No, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Pippa. Well, you're wrong about that. I think you're. So, filling in for Necktie Milner, all the way from uh, bringing his talents from South Beach, (laughs) here he is, Dave Benheim, producer Benheim. Say hello, Benheim. You could say hello. Hello, podcast world. All right, creep. He also, he normally is the producer on the the Bucky Brooks and. Steve Weish podcast. They get a lot of guests on that show. Do they? I think so. Don't you you book guests? What's that show called? It's called Cover Two, right? Check it out. Also available it's good. on iTunes. It's a good show. It's, they, they talk ball a lot. We need. That's what maybe we need to do. Instead of Dave Damashek football program, we should jazz it up with like a football reference. You know? Is that it? Yeah. I don't know. You the know. zone blitz. Five technique. <laughs> you know? Mike Linebacker talk. <laughs> you gotta get, uh, get a producer who will book. 
Yeah, that's what we have. We don't have that luxury. Are you already? Yet. Are you already making a play for necktie Milner? Say, well, you know what? Oh, he might get Wally. Maybe necktie Milner's going to get Wally pipped, how, and, he'll, and, and he'll only have himself to blame for that. And eight episodes in, he's already like, you know, guys, I got to take a break. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to be back next week either. Um, so, all right, let's get through the H very quickly here because we've spent too much time on it. You've mentioned Steve Young, Mark Brunel, Ray Guy, Ray Guy, yeah, Ray Guy, Archie Manning, no. Tommy Maddox. Touchdown Tommy, the greatest player in XFL history. That's right. Yeah, and he had the one magic he, he season. He brought Los Angeles a championship in football. The first one, the first real one since 1951. Don't say that. It's true. You, you embarrass yourself. Why and would you I? embarrass your city. This why? Is, because it's just not it's something football. you... It's football. No, it's not. It, it doesn't count. It and counts. I, I don't like when people throw that stuff out. It I don't counts. like. I don't like when people in Philadelphia say, hey, I mean, technically, Philadelphia did get a championship when they won the uh, Arena Bowl a couple of years ago. No, no, no. no that doesn't count. Not, no, 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 you don't work. get that. That one doesn't count. Mark Recchi, uh, the, the great... Uh, the great hockey player hoisted uh, a cup or two in his day. Um, Cam but, Neely? Cam Neely. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't want to talk about Cam Why Neely. not? Why don't you want to talk about Because Boston Bruin fans also always get created. The most overrated so-called cheap shot in, in the history of cheap shots. It's ridiculous. Back mm-hmm. in 91. The, I'm not going to make a case. The case is made by the video. Go look it up on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about. Were they bump Samuelson bump knees with Cam Neely in, in the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins versus Boston Bruins playoff series. Everybody cries in Boston. Yo, it was a cheap. It wasn't cheap. Oh, Samuel. Samuelson's not even—he's making a play on the puck. Don't derail me with your with your garbage, Rank. Especially you—you're you're from Southern California. What do you know from puck? Now, how dare Timu Solani? Another I number love, eight. I love Timu. I love Timu. Yeah, I've sung. I, I don't know if you know. I've sung many a song about Timu Solani and his glorious know. name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll break one of those out at some point in the future. Um, Aaron Rodgers wore number eight when he was a, a, at Cal. Oh. And uh, Yogi Berra wore number eight. Mm-hmm. Kobe wore number eight until he did the soulless <laughs> deed of switching his number to for marketing and uh, jersey sale purposes. So, all right, we'll land on Troy Aikman. Wow, we just did about uh, 29 minutes on uh, on the number eight. That was ridiculous. Were you not entertained? Eh, yeah. C minus. Mm. Benheim, your ranking on that one? I bet, I bet Weish and uh, Bucky more. don't do that kind of business, do they? Feel free to laugh if you want to. I don't think anything funny's happened so far, but feel free to let those, it fly. You don't have to. You don't have to restrain laughter. You know, those guys are always just talking ball. Just two guys talking ball. <laughs> well, we That's what we do just, here. We were just kind of talking ball, weren't we? We were talking ball. Talk about it. Talking ball, talking Troy Aikman. I, I love Kerwin and Ryan's uh, serious show. Yes. They love. They talk ball. That's what they X do. X and O's. They talk about. Oh, go ahead, let it fly. Let it fly, and man. Let it our rip. audience, our audience loves the X's and O's. Ryan always. Uh, Ryan, they, that's Ryan, Here's Ryan asking a question. You're, uh, let's say, you're Aaron Rodgers sitting in on the uh, on the serious okay. uh, broadcast. Like, you just won the Super Bowl. Talk about it. Uh, it feels great, you know. It was a great team effort and everything, and uh, everything came together, God willing. Uh, we took it one play at a time, and uh, we were just fortunate to be there, and we made the plays when they needed to be made. Donald Driver, you caught a touchdown pass. Talk about it. Well, it was great. To, you know, it was a, a great pass, and, and all the credit in the world goes to the Steelers. They're a great team. Um, I just was fortunate enough to beat the coverage. Aaron threw a great pass, and God willing, you know, I was able to catch it. Talk about it. <laughs> all right, so... 
Now, before we I, before we get into the uniform rankings, I also I also in the news this week um, in NFL is uh, is the this whole Carson Palmer mess. You know, mm-hmm. now he's sold his house in Cincinnati, so oh, that good. is a, an indicator that he is in this market. That's to be commended. <laughs> it is, but beyond that, but beyond real estate related uh, reasons, it's it's interesting because maybe it means that he really is going to stand by his retirement plans if if the Browns, I mean, if the uh, Bengals don't trade him, and you know. Brown's uh, Brown's history is that he's not going to allow the player to push him around, which is fine because they've now drafted his replacement mm-hmm. in, in Andy Dalton. But the problem with this is I feel like it, I was thinking about it because Carson Palmer's kind of a redhead and he had, right. he had some individual success. But, you know, obviously it was star crossed after the knee injury and they really never got over the hump exactly. And now Andy Dalton, if you've seen the kid out of out of TCU, bright red hair. And I think that this is maybe another Bengals mistake there because they maybe miss out on some of the, the finer points. And this is going to prevent them from ultimate success because I feel like you're swimming upstream much like a salmon. Mm-hmm. Also, coincidentally or not, happens to be orange, the salmon. Yes. Swimming upstream, you're bucking history trying to win with a redhead because I don't think history favors redheads. Is that right? What about what about Sonny Jurgensen? He was all right. He was all right, but pot-bellied and another guy yeah. who never who never exactly got over the the hump, right? I guess. You and I'm not that. talking about his belly when all I right. say that, but but I mean, listen, sideshow Bob, mm-hmm. villain, bad guy, you know, right. Chucky from the uh, from the the Child's monster play. pictures, Child's Play, yeah. bad dude, you know, mm-hmm. got burned up in a fire. Carrot Top. What? He's a hack. Oh, come on. Carrot Top's the worst comedian in the history of comedy. How dare you? If I wish I could be the worst comedian, well, I'm on I'm on my way there. But, you are, yes. But I wish I could get a show at the Luxor, a, show, a sold out show at the Luxor. That guy's printing money. I, well, that's not, that doesn't equal quality. Don't be this people guy, go no. and see it. Don't be this guy. Don't be this top shelf guy like Two uh, and a Half Men is the number one sitcom. Me, Does that make it the funniest show on TV? Let me tell you something. Mariah about, Carey's I mean, I number one. My, Mariah Carey sells more records than anybody, or at least she used to. Does that make her the best musician? Of course. The, not. Don't be, Settle the, down, don't be right. the bitter comic in the back going, like, I don't understand why people are laughing at this. You know what? Your your job is to make people laugh, and if people are. I'm just to pay- glad that I've got uh, that I've got this this beautiful full mane of dark brown hair. I'm a brunette, not a redhead, like the Heat Miser. Remember the old Santa Claus special? Yes. The Heat Miser, the, the, the Christmas without Santa. Heat Miser, bad dude with that <laughs> red hair. Mark McGuire's a bad dude. We thought mm-hmm. we 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 hailed him a decade ago, but we've since uh, we we since have reason to dislike Mark McGuire. He's a villain. Todd Marinovich, what? failure. A failure to he's his family. Failure. Yeah, he's a failure. I'm no, just he, saying he didn't I, have a chance with his dad, though. I, listen, I'm not saying. I'm telling you, it's just not good to be a redhead. Is my larger point. It's, a, it's, it's not good. It's not good to be the son of Marv Marinovich. I think is the point there. How him. about how about uh, speaking of guys from across the pond, Colin Montgomery mm-hmm. with his red hair. No American likes him. He badmouths the U.S. of A. <laughs> how dare he? That's oh, right, Dylan. And neckties over there drinking Guinness with him right now because yeah, yeah. he hates America. Because he won't elbows. be here on the Fourth of July. That's right. How about William Atherton? <laughs> yes. You know Atherton? Yes. A lot of people, you may not know Real the name genius. William Atherton. That's exactly right. He's the mean dean in Real Genius. He's also the jerky reporter in Die Hard. You know, oh, the, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, the guy, yeah. like, he's, he keeps sticking his yeah, nose yeah. into the He into goes the, to the family's he house. Almost, yeah, right. He almost gets Bruce Willis's old lady knocked off because he has to, he has to 
barge into her That's home. Right. Then he's on the airplane with her in Die Hard 2. And I That's think she right. slugs him. And he's the back. He's also the civil servant creep in Ghostbusters. He's the one who tries to break up the uh, the operation there at, Go- at, at Ghostbusters him? Central. Yeah. That's right. He's the redhead. He's a yes. bad guy in all of them. Caruso. David Caruso. Horatio Kane, you mm-hmm. know, he plays a good guy always, but nobody likes nah. him. Yeah, he's creepy. You don't like that guy. He, what was that movie he was in where they were part of some sort of cult and he was like their sergeant of arms? I know what like you're talking real, about. He was yeah. a real creepy guy in that. Yeah, I, I, I know the picture. Yeah, he tried to have a movie career and he made the other one. Well, it wasn't half bad with Nick Cage. No, that he one was, was good. Fine. That one was all right. But then you got even even women. You got the Melrose Place vixens. Remember the oh, remember yeah. the original Melrose Place, Laura Layton and Marsha Cross? They were both evil in the show. They were both trampy evildoers. Then Ron Howard. All right, Opie. What? Sure. Listen, Richie Cunningham, Opie. Yeah? Yes. But he didn't truly become powerful in show business until he lost his red hair. Uh, you see? I see Lucille Ball. She's famous. Oh, come on. Lucille Ball. Lucy, Don't do this. Famous and funny. Same as Catherine Hepburn, mm-hmm. a redhead. Mm-hmm. Funny and yeah. successful. Yes. But where did they make their biggest hay? In the days of black and white. Oh, Who knows if they would have made it in, in this Technicolor world? You okay. understand? Oh, because the what was the the later one? The Lucille Ball show was that didn't in do cover? as well. What have been people it was in color? You see that one in reruns? No, you see I love Lucy in black and white. Why? Because we can accept her because we don't see the red hair. Somehow, whether you realize it or not, we're we're adverse to it. Our society doesn't like the red hair. Bill but, Walton smote by the basketball gods mm-hmm. could have been gone down as one of the all time greats. As it is, a, another guy Starcross. Why red hair? What about the bad guy from The Postman? I never saw the post. You didn't you. see that? I told you. I've never seen that one. No. But uh, but yeah. All right. Fine. Judas. Do you oh, know that? Yeah. Judas was supposedly a redhead. I don't know what historian picked up on that, but apparently Judas was a redhead. Wait, the guy, Rob Halford, had red hair? Not that's a different Judas. Okay, different different Judas. Um, I, I looked up some of these uh, some of these historical ones. Squeaky Fromm from Chuck Manson's gang. <laughs> Squeaky Fromm <laughs> who tried to take out. Uh, how do they know? Go, how do they know Judas had red hair? Like I don't is, know. That's a good question. They... Jerry, but but tried to take out Jerry Ford. Squeaky <laughs> Fromm did. She had red hair. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard, Scientologist wow. Supreme. Napoleon. I didn't in his what? picture in the paintings you see he doesn't have red hair but apparently he was a redhead. Lizzie Borden who mm-hmm. hacked up her parents, Van Gogh who who hacked off it's his own here. ear, Lenin, not John Lennon. Oh, I was Vladimir afraid. Lenin. Oh, know, right, right. Evil doer. Yes. Killer of millions over in uh, yeah. in Eastern Europe. Not a good Europe. person. No. Um Big Red Cinnamon Gum. I don't like it. Cinnamon's the worst flavor of gum. What's wrong with you? Cinnamon's the worst flavor of gum. It doesn't taste good. After after about like even if you like how it tastes, that only lasts for six seconds and then it turns bad. Like if it, people who have you know have you ever noticed people who have the they they, they try to uh, they try to negate their bad breath with cinnamon gum and somehow it makes it even worse. That's cinnamon. That's listen. That's right. That's exactly right. There are a couple of good redheads. There's like Chuck Norris, you know, like Chuck, oh, the yeah. red tomato, the guy who spins around on his uh, whatever he does, boards of ver- in the snow and the streets, whatever he does. Boris Becker was all right. I like red candy. Red candy is good. Like I like strawberry and cherry. Yeah. Those are probably my favorite candy flavors, you know, but that's so. So that's all right. But then, and, you know, but I, I also notice. I mentioned Lucille Ball 
and Catherine Hepburn, maybe it doesn't afflict women as severely mm-hmm. because you also have Ariel from uh, you know from the the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, right? She's she's a good one. She's nice. My uh, my little daughter likes her quite a bit. And Margaret was Foxy in her day. Nancy Drew solved a lot of crimes. You know, yeah. when she was in her prime, Rita Hayworth was Foxy. Wilma was a nice bride Wilma for was Flintstone. Good. And uh, Jessica Rabbit was Foxy in cartoon form. So there maybe a, it's... There's, there's also a gal, I think her name's Jamie Faith Edmondson. She was in The Amazing Race. And then she went on to do Playboy, and now she's a reality, you know, one of those reality... She's pretty Foxy. All right. Okay. So, so, we'll, so maybe women aren't the issue, yeah. but you know what? So what? The Bengals aren't drafting any women <laughs> that I'm aware of. So I think it's bad news for Andy Dalton. So going my, so the, the, the point of this all... Poor Andy that? Dalton. Yes. Poor, poor Bengals. <laughs> poor Get Bengals. ready for however long Andy Dalton's in you. Draft, isn't it, isn't draft that, a flaxen-haired fella. Draft a, dra- draft a dark-haired guy is what I mean to tell you. Isn't that hair a clash with the uniform, too? Yeah, that's you know what? Another good point. That's another good point. Yeah. See, you got my back, Rank. I appreciate it. That's also interesting, too, that when, you know, this, this, uh, I was talking to my pal, uh, Brett Saxon, and Mm -hmm. he said, what do you think about this? Uh, he's a, he's a Dallas fan of of Dallas teams in general. And he said, uh, well, don't, don't you love this Josh Hamilton story? The outfielder, of course, for the Rangers, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, last week had an issue with his blue eyes he says he doesn't do well during the day because his 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 light eyes make it hard for him to perform you know with the sun and i said he doesn't he can't afford sunglasses well i said i buy that he said isn't that crazy and i said i buy that though i kind of believe that i've heard that before the pigmentation and all that makes it hard and he said but then why have we never heard about that in sports and i thought wow maybe this is an affliction not unlike the red hair phenomenon maybe the curse of the red hair the blue eyes thing so i looked into that a little bit and there are some successful guys like dirk Nowitzki, successful but most of them are uh, you know john smoltz he failed way more often than he succeeded mm-hmm. you know you have a clutch pitcher though steve nash has never won the big one eddie the eagle belfour yeah he just got into the hall of fame in in puck but he also was a, a career choker he hoisted the cup only one time but you know it, for all of his great performances in regular but season, he's inside yeah lance armstrong murky what's <laughs> going on with that guy jesse palmer Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer. Well, Tom Brady has blue eyes. I don't know. Maybe this this John, well, John Rocker. Yeah. John Rocker. He's not yeah. a good guy. He's a bad guy. A-Rod. No one likes that character, right? Not I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about the original A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez. That's right. Has blue eyes? He has blue eyes. That's really? right. Yeah. The the ladies like that about him, but you know, but no one no no even Yankees fans Yoko really Hudson like A-Rod. must have liked that. Um <laughs> the uh but Jesse Palmer, he was the bachelor, you'll remember. And then when did he I play started football or something, what was his story? He did. Okay. He he attempted to play football for a little while and uh with with mixed to uh poor results. But he then moved on after the bachelor uh-huh. to uh, cuz he's a handsome devil. So he moved on to uh to ESPN to talk about college football where right. he still oh, is. That's right. Well, when I was doing my ESPN radio show, mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, I had him on the first week that uh, that I started the show. I was uh, I, I had Jesse Palmer on. He had just started at ESPN as well, and um, I had him on. And I couldn't help myself. I said, 
to yeah. him, you know, before we'll talk college football. This was on the yeah. air. I said, but, you know, we'll talk college football in due time. But, you you know, you're on The Bachelor. I have to know how many. And he said, what do you mean, how many? I said, you know, how many of the ladies? And he said, what do you mean, how many? I said, God, don't be coy with me, Palmer. You know what I'm asking you. How many right. of the ladies? That's a, if you've ever been around anyone who has to do with The Bachelor, they'll tell you that that's pretty much the way it goes. The status quo is is that, you know, and you, it's implied if you've ever seen the show The Bachelor that, you know, there's some time spent between the sheets with more than one. Yes. One of the ladies. What other question would you ask? That seems perfectly. Hey, oh, this! I I thought this was. Yes. Uh, I I said, uh, isn't this a, isn't this a family show? And I said, no, no, it's not. Well, I don't know why you would think it would be a family show. <laughs> now, but who's he to decide? And I answer the question. So I pressed him on it, so on and so forth. Finally, he he sheepishly sort of gave me a a, a figure somewhere in the range of a touchdown plus a field goal. Really? And then we moved 10? on. And the the the, the, the entire conversation. I mean, a touchdown plus the extra point. Oh, I'm sorry okay. about that. Still, so still nice. Yeah, still good. Still good work. But anyway, I mean, the entire conversation took maybe ninety seconds or or two minutes. Then we moved on to a fruitful conversation about college football, and mm-hmm. and and that was that. I thought. But no, the next day I start getting emails from ESPN executives about really? Jesse was offended by that really? line of questioning. It, you need to telephone him. I'm getting called in by my immediate bosses. Hey, uh, I have Jesse Palmer's cell phone number. You should really call him and apologize. And I said, are you kidding me? You didn't. Tell me you did. I have to call Jesse Palmer and apologize to him. And an out-of-body experience, I have to I, – I, I find myself on the telephone leaving you a did. voice message to – I wish I, I I wish Jesse Palmer could uh, verify this. If he's, I'm sure he saved Does the he? message. But, <laughs> hey, uh, hey – uh, Jesse, uh, this is uh, Dave Damashek. Uh, you, you were on my uh, you were on my radio show yesterday. I I just wanted to say uh, that I'm I'm sorry if uh, my questions made you uncomfortable or you know we're a little out of line. You know I certainly didn't mean to to do that. And uh, I mean, can you, I, I was really How I'm listening to myself as I'm recording this. I'm leaving a message oh. for the Bachelor slash Florida Gator apologizing for. Listen, hey, guess what, Jesse Palmer. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go on a TV yes. show where the the purpose is to bed women and to try and uh, to try and find a lover and and have it broadcast out to the entire nation. I didn't do that. I just asked you about it. That's yeah. all I did. Now I'm not allowed to ask you about that. Was we not supposed to remember that that happened? What is how many? Jack! Sorry, I had to. I, that's a, that's a belated one. But there's no statute of limitations. No, how many? How many? Okay, when they start that show, how many women are on it? Is there twenty? Is it like twenty or thirty? Mm. Okay, let's say. Okay, even uh, 20, 25, uh, say something con- like that. Conservative, it's twenty. Maybe he was embarrassed that he because like you're a former quarterback. He played at Florida. He played for the Bears. No, Giants. He played for the Giants, Giants for sure. Yeah. Okay, you played for the Giants. And you only had seven out of like, – that's not that great. Like, maybe that's what he's upset at. Like, like Pauly oh, D, yeah. Pauly D from the Jersey Shore, I think, would probably go, like, 19 for 20, 20 for 20, something like that. But seven, I, maybe he was embarrassed that it wasn't a good enough number. Like, it was, right. was kind of like his NFL career, not quite what he thought it was going to be. Interesting. How dare you? How dare you go on a show like the? It's like these kids who are on the Real World, and they get upset. Like, oh, the producers made me look like a D. No, you made yourself look like a D. And Jesse Palmer, if you're going to go on The Bachelor and you're upset because if you're a guy, the first question, the only question, if I saw Jesse Palmer, the only question, my first question would be like, who the hell are you? And my second one would be, 
Seriously, how many? Like, that's the question I would want to know. And I think the people, is this a family? Jesse Palmer, I'm indeed. <laughs> All right, Rank. Bottom line, the blue-eyed theory, middling. You that's know, my I, new thing. I don't know if that's good, but but the red hair theory, I no. think I think that works. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna start using the blue eye thing because I you know I don't I like to have some crutch of like why I didn't make it, and I'm gonna go with the blue. Like if you're Cooper Manning, you can always point back like, oh, you know, if I didn't have this neck injury, I would have been I would have been awesome. I would have been Jerry Rice, whatever. So for me, I'm going to be like, ah, you know, the the, the scouts didn't like me because uh, I had blue eyes. That's good. All right. So use it. You know, for, you know, a, a terrible crime that was committed in the first half of the 20th century was that African-Americans were shut out from from our professional sports for the most part. I think, mm-hmm. uh, in, in fact, entirely shut out. And that has uh, been corrected. But maybe what needs to happen is redheads and blue eyes need to be shut out from sports moving forward. We're going to have to go get our own leagues, you're saying? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> listen, you mentioned that uh, the red hair definitely doesn't jibe with the orange and black uniforms, which leads me to, Rank, I'm very excited about this, our great uniform playoff! Yes! Oh, I thought there might be, like, some exciting... It is. All right, Benheim. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, necktie oh, yeah. Milner wouldn't have done anything, but, you know, this was a chance for you to really do... Well, he's saving go. it. He's saving there it for you cover go. too. All right, so a little bit of music. All right, so that's pretty good. So, so, so you, uh, that helps. That helps, Benheim. All right, I'm going to give you a half a point on that one. All right, so here's what, how we'll do it. Here, we're excited about the Buffalo Bills' glorious new getups, throwbacks, really. To mm-hmm. the to me, I always like the red standing bull on the side of the hat, uh, Buffalo on the side of the hat for the Bills. Yeah, um, that they have been wearing um, when they would do the throwback uniforms over the last couple of years. But I liked even better. The dashing Buffalo Bill on the mm-hmm. side of the hat, the Joe Cribs, Joe Ferguson era, because it's, you know, it's more animated. It's it's charging. It's not just hanging out, standing there, grazing. No, it's coming to get you. Look out. Get out of the way because you're going to get run over. I like that idea yeah. better. So uh, that's the only upgrade. But otherwise, the uniforms are essentially the same as what they've been wearing over the last couple of years. I hope they wear those blue pants, too. Once what? in a while. I like the all white, but I hope once in a while they'll For mix the road, the... you don't want blue on blue. No, anymore. heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. Who do you think you're talking to? Some rank amateur rank? Like, I, I know what I'm talking about. I happen the to commenters be... on NFL.com who, I... who like the all... Can I tell you something? Let me just say something. In case everybody isn't hip to this, Benheim, you may not be aware of this. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of I've, I've had a lot of great things in my life. I've I won three straight Connect Four championships uh, back in the in the mid '90s. That's something I'm very proud of. But I am the uniform. I used to be the uniform czar for all the sports, but I'm now the uniform monitor for all the sports. Mm-hmm. And um, I aspire to one day be recognized as such by. Commissioner Goodell and uh, Commissioner Seelig and and beyond, you know, I would like to oversee all uniforms. I'm not going to come in there and just start, you know, a new broom sweeps clean, just wipe out every uniform. No, there are a lot of ones that need to be hailed, and that's what we're here to do now. Now, the Bills had hideously ugly uniforms mm-hmm. these last, whatever, eight years or so. I don't know. It's a shame that they were wearing those navy blue messes that they would, that they would sport out on the, trot out on the football field. So, Let's now honor the good ones with a playoff-style bracket. You know, people always do these rankings, you know, but this isn't college football we're talking about. 
this is the NFL, and so why would we why would we rank them as though mm. we're doing you know as though we're doing it's not uh, college football? No, indeed, no, indeed. This ain't this ain't the BCS. Why not use the closest to perfect playoff system? I think in in sports in American sports right now, save perhaps the college baseball. I like the way the college baseball oh, does their great. tournament. But anyway, uh, I digress. NFL playoffs. We're talking NFL, so let's apply. That standard. Let's let's have division champions. We'll go by division here, and we'll give out two wild cards per conference, and then we'll we'll play out a a a, a little tournament, if you will, a we'll little do the playoffs, tournament next week, a little postseason. Yeah, but let's all right. Let's let's seed them right now. Okay. Let's seed them, and we'll start with the AFC East and the Bills. New unis are glorious, mm-hmm. and I really. I have to think about this very hard between the Bills' new ones and the Jets. I don't mm. want to get caught up in you know the the uh, pretty new girl walking by, distracting from what has been what you know the the tried and true attractive. I mean, you know, the Jets went back to those uniforms. I think ten years or so ago, which was the right move right. to make. I want to deduct some points from the Jets for wearing the the shiny green pants on occasion. That's yeah, no that's good. Terrible. I don't care for that look. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Jets, though. It's your division champion of the AFC East. How say you? I would go with Bills over the Jets. I'm not as enamored with it. But uh, and I also want to point out too, and monochromatic ain't you can't go wrong though. The green and white period. It's a great look. Yeah, either one of them. I like them both. I like the Bills all white uniforms when they do that on the road. I think that's one of the best looks you got out there. And I notice too that we're not going to have the Patriots. Of course not. Because, you know, and this is a thing. We're not, uh, by the way, yes, we definitely cannot have people say, well, they sometimes wear Patriot. You got to have that red the whole time. That's like if they started Hoyer instead of Tom Brady. That's what they're doing uniform-wise. That's right. Is they're keeping Tom Brady on the bench. By not wearing the, the, the Tom Brady's the red uniform. They're like, you know, we're just not going to use as it. They, as, they, as the logo, their current logo on the side of their hats is referred to as uh, Flying Elvis, yes. which is lame. But it's Pat terrible. Patriot is all snapping the ball. That's cool. He's playing ball. Yeah, he might win. The, the, the Patriots might win. The Patriots might win that division on the field, but they, they are bringing up the rear in, in terms of uniforms. So the Dolphins go in at third place there. And I have to deduct points for them for wearing those shiny turquoise pants. Yeah. Those are pretty good, though. And I hail them. Benheim, you as a, a Miami native, I love those uniforms. And because they define the region. Now, listen, I, I, when the Detroit Pistons started running around in uh, in turquoise jerseys, that was no good, you see. Because oh, God, it was had nothing to do with it. It's brawny Detroit, you know. It doesn't make any Gritty sense. Detroit. I, think, I think they did it because Grant Hill was there. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't want to be gritty. I don't want to be one of the bad boys. That was lame. But Miami, to me, turquoise and orange. That makes sense. That's a great look. So I I, I like those uniforms a lot. I like the, as I've said, I love the jumping dolphin. I don't understand why the self-esteem issues, though, associated with that organization, that their helmet, that the helmet that the dolphin is wearing when he's jumping over has an M on it. Why, Why wouldn't he be wearing the helmet of the team he's playing for. They they go out and they get a random dolphin who wears an M on the side of his hat. He's a, he's a what team's he on? Why is he on the side of the hat? And it, it looks like a Miami of Ohio hat. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, it's weird. So anyway, points dedu- deducted for that. I give the division crown to the Jets there. Rank says otherwise. The AFC North... The Steelers are getting it, and that's not bias. I think it's hard to make a case that the Steelers don't have the best uniforms. But I will say that they should wear a gray face mask, not the black face mask. They're named the Steelers. Their Mm -hmm. face mask should be the color of steel, and they should wear black shoes, and they should get rid of those round numbers that they wear. They should be more square. Do they do any of that? No. 
So then, why are they the first? Because they're still great. They say nah, you can't argue. Listen, nah, the greatest helmet in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the best uniform. We'll see, and when we get to the playoffs, but. Uh, they, the the one side, the right side with the with the with the steel logo, which I the, like, that's awesome. Why the color it, scheme, the black and gold, it's just a great uniform. That's, is, I mean, that's, that's all I can tell you about it. They should have the helmet matted like the uh, the Oregon State ones they wore against yeah, Oregon this yeah. year. Well, that's the other thing. The Steelers should lose the shininess from their pants. Go flat with that, you know. Same so, thing, matted. So it's hard to give it to them because the Browns do a pretty good job with what they got going on. I agree, and the Browns will. I, I think they're going to get a wild card bid. If I, I got to think that one through, because I think the Bills maybe get a wild card, mm-hmm. maybe the Browns. Let's. But the the problem is, I've pointed out, the Browns are named the Browns, and they wear an orange hat. Mm-hmm. It's a weird move. You know, but I do love the uniform, and I especially love when the Steelers and Browns play one another because only in the Rust Belt could you have a rivalry that looks. I mean, they, they basically the yellow, the black, the orange, mm-hmm. and the brown all combined to just be like shades of rust. You know, it's great. <laughs> it's a perfect matchup, especially when it's muddy and everything. I oh, love, absolutely that looks good. The Ravens, the purple and black, they're so close. I love the team name. I, the logo is good, but I don't like that when they wear the black pants on the road without any stripes and they're shiny. They look like a, a male ballet dancer, <laughs> you know, because the black of their pants just goes straight into the socks and everything. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it don't look right. It's not know? a good look. And then the Bengals, of course, what it needs to be said other than fat. They waste. The best color scheme, black and orange. I've said it again. I, I'll, I've said it many times. You say to Dave, you got a, a, a professional sports team. What colors are you going to make them? Black and orange is the correct answer. Right. But they ruin it. They <laughs> they ruin it. Look at what the Orioles do. Look what the Giants do. They pull off black and orange. The Absolutely. San Francisco Giants, of course. Oregon State again. Yeah, those look good. What the Bengals do, I don't understand. It's a mess. That's for sure. Um so, so you're saying Browns for your division champion? I would put the Browns as number one. Well, that's that's embarrassing for you. It's not because, like you said, that you just you just ran off ten reasons why the Steelers uniforms could be better. And here's my response to you. Ow, God. Well, listen. I mean, you 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 know you had to know that was coming. Don't don't mess with me. I get. Can, I ridiculous. still I still can't believe you shot first. All right, number uh, in the South, I go the Colts in a, a division of lousy uniforms. The Colts have great uniforms again, monochromatic. Um, I love the. I love. Just about everything about those yep. uh, those white and blues. The Titans, Texans, and Jaguars, fat, fat, and ugh, the Jaguars maybe have the worst in all the NFL. And the Titans and uh, Texans will do this thing where they double up, where the Titans will have the double baby blue, which yeah. looks like a kid in footy pajamas. And then the Texans pull out that red jersey, which is awful, and then they put red pants with it. When like, they wear the red, when they wear the red on red, it's dreadful. It's the Texans, awful. but they need to wear the red socks. They, I don't know why they start wearing the blue socks instead of the red socks. Those look way better. Either way, the Colts are the only one worthwhile in that division. In the West, I mean, listen, you got to go with the Raiders. Yeah. Raiders are your champion there. The Chiefs, I love when they wear the red pants, especially. They're mm-hmm. another team that would do well to go with the matted. Uh, red, though, instead of the shiny red. The Broncos, nah, not 
not the worst. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not great. They won a couple Super Bowls in those. They're not the worst. And the Chargers, I, I, I say they bring up the rear because of what they could be doing. Yeah. They could have the black numbers on the side of the mm-hmm. hat. They could have the true powder blue without all the nonsense with the extra lines on them. And those navy blue pants they wear are just the worst. They, 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 they should just lie, do what the Bills just did. Just go back to what you were doing in the 60s. That's the way to go. You know, that looks good. Same thing that you, we, we we were saying about the Patriots. It's just they're starting the Billy Volek of uniforms. They're not trying. I don't know why the Chargers, why do they hate their fans? Mm. Why? Because the fans obviously like that. I'm, I don't have the numbers. I bet if you looked at the jerseys that are sold, that they sell a lot of those powder blue jerseys. Like, yeah, that's the, what the fans want. The powder blue, they only wear those on a case. The, the navy blue is no good. I think the Chiefs and the Browns, it comes down for me as the wild. You know, I, I definitely think the Bills get one of the two wild cards. I don't know, though, about the Browns or the Chiefs. I think I'm going to give it to the Browns. I love that. It's pretty much what they've worn for. I mean, well, I, I can't. the Chiefs have worn the same uniform, too, so I can't give one on a historical basis. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with the Browns because that's what I'm vibing to, you know. Yeah. Although they're they're shiny brown pants, I should give them a strike, but they did abandon them. So yeah, they I, did. So I can only hold that against them so them much. Them and Brady Quinn are out. Okay, so we got the Jets, Steelers, Colts, and Raiders as your division champions, and then we got the Bills and the Browns as your wild card on that side. Now let's go through the NFC East real quick here. Got the this is this is probably the best division top to bottom in uniforms or maybe the the NFC North too but Redskins Eagles Cowboys Giants tough one here I'm gonna go because of the return to the gold pants for the Redskins I'm gonna buy it by a hair by a sliver I'm giving it to the Redskins the division crown that makes sense it's hard it's hard to argue with that the Eagles are a team I think that could win it if they went back with their throwback their Kelly Green which was good. Um, so yeah, I, I like what it. the Eagles got going on. For some reason, I like the shiny dark green pants on them. I yeah. like that look. That's pretty good. I like some of their. Old, I like some of their older uniforms. I don't like when they wear the black jerseys though. That's no, no good. That, but yeah, I agree. Well, they wore in the Week One against the Packers last year. That 1960 yeah. uniform. That was that. That's that's dynamite. That, that gives can't them the division. It. Can't beat yeah, it. That gives them the division. All right. So that. So so we'll go with the Redskins. I I Can do think the Eagles. I'll tell you, I love the Giants too. The Giants could win this whole thing. I, I'm I, I'm tempted to maybe give them a wild card. I love the Giants uh, uniforms, home and away. Yeah, their their road uniforms are really good. I love. And those. they got rid of the red jersey when they tried that out. That was awful. Yeah. By the way, does anybody else smell delicious food cooking up? We're right next to the uh, to the grill here. The huddle, yeah. At the NFL uh, at, at the NFL Network here in Culver the, City, the California. Shan, the Sanchini or what? something? The Mark Sanchez-inspired I don't know, but sandwich. it smells delicious. It, They've smells, got, it smells glorious. They've got entrees named after Warren Sapp, Jamie Dukes, you know, and other personalities here. I think, I think there's a cover two podcast chili, but we've got nothing. Where, yeah. When's Damashek getting a sandwich? When's rank yeah. getting? When's rank getting a salad? You Where's know? my pick six sandwich? I mean, I, I don't. No, no, no. I mean, Adam, I'd like you to eat some more salads. <laughs> I want that for you. I want you to be with us for a while. I want you to stick around. Don't you know you're eating yourself you. to death? All right. So the NFC North Bears. I know that it's a tough one when you got the Packers to contend with too. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with the Bears there. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, though, they really should be wearing white pants all the time. They should never Absolutely. wear those blue pants. They should always wear the never. whites. Yep. 
I but I love you know. Listen, I already said I love the orange, and so the way they use the orange, just hints of it perfect. throughout the uniform, it's perfect. Their throwback right. was awesome too. Um, Packers, like we say, Vikings, they could be way better. They choose to try to hip them up and modern them up. Bad idea. Go back to the old uniforms, and then the Lions. Same goes for you. Yeah, you know they they just. Where what you wore when Eric Kippel and Billy yeah. Sims were playing? Get rid of the black. It just doesn't make sense. In the South, go. This is a bad division for uniforms. The Saints are your winner, though. I think the. I mean, the Saints have cool uniforms, yeah. but the rest are pretty bad. Yeah, Saints are good. If the Falcons would go back to their throwbacks, now we'd have another conversation. Yeah, but like we just said, we're not allowing that. You know, it's again it's your. Uh, I don't even know who the backup is for the Falcons. It's your Brian Hoyer analogy. <laughs> yeah. Who is the backup for the? Why can't I think of who that is? Benheim, who is it? Come on, boy. Steve Barkowski. No, nah, I don't think it's Barkowski. I don't. Nah, I still don't think you're. Oh, I forgot. It was Jeff George. Anyways, yeah. Bobby A. Bear. All right. So, um, so then you go the Bucks. Pretty cool. I like the pewter. I think that's a good move away from the cream sickle. Although, isn't it funny how once you get away from the cream sickle long enough, you sort of miss it, and it's nice to see. <sighs> that's it's good once in a while. It's good and in it small is very. Doses. You know, again, you couldn't wear that. If you were, you know, it doesn't make sense in Chicago, but no. it is Florida, so it, the orange is, ain't the worst thing in the world. And then the Panthers, I've, I, I, I don't hate the Panthers uniforms, but they're not great. I don't like that. I don't like white. the, I don't like the blue when they do the blue jersey. Yeah, that's what I, I, I hate that. I like the black jersey though. Yeah. And in the West, clear cut, the Forty ers mm-hmm. terrible uniforms. Otherwise, Cardinals, Rams. Seahawks, another contender for the worst uniforms in the entire NFL. Why not go back to the Dave Craig, Jim Zorn, Steve Largent, Kenny Easley? Like go, Kurt go the extra mile. Make sure you wear the black shoes. That's the only. Oh, yeah. I, that's the only request I have. Rams, those are terrible. They, you know, what yeah, is it? Man. The Rams need to get the gray face mask. It just works better. There's some teams work better based on the color of their face mask. Well, when you know? they come back, we'll we'll work. The on Chiefs that. look good because they have a white face mask. The Vikings don't look good because they have a purple face mask. Yeah. They should go back to their white face mask, and then it, the uniform would sing. Yes. So you see the ideas I have, and then the Cardinals again. Still the cool helmet, wonderful helmet, Great but helmet. I don't like the modern lines and, and all that. Don't do the black jersey. All right. So yes, yeah, the black is 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 atrocious. Yes. So now let's figure out our wild cards: Redskins, Bears, Saints, and Forty ers are your division champions, yep. poised uh, for the for the playoffs to begin. I got. I, I think. Boy, it's hard to, you know, so it comes down to me for Packers, Eagles, Giants. So you need two wild cards out of that trio. I'm going to give them both to the... uh to the east. I'm going, going to go, I'm, I'm going Eagles and Giants over the Packers. I know. I don't I Interesting. You know what it is? I don't love the Packers on the road. I think they look cool at home, but when they wear the white jersey, it's it's sort of forgettable as far as I'm concerned. Really? Yeah, I don't love that. I, think, I don't love I, that I road uni. Their road uni. No. It's a good look. All right. I mean, so have, what do you think? You think so it's a wild card. I would put the Packers in over the Eagles. Over the Eagles, but the but the you know, the Eagles could be better. Well, I can't. I can't. Reward I hear them. you. I agree that you have to. You have to take points away if there if there's room for improvement. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you what's great though. And it's one of those. It's the same as the Rams with the horns, but the rest of the uniform's so bad. You yeah yeah just have to kick the Rams out. But the Eagles with the with the wings, it's just so cool. Is, I, they got they they got to be in the playoffs. I, they good just helmet. have to be. And it's a cool, you know. I, I I like, I actually like the way it looks. The green pants, the green hat. I'm gonna get, and the Giants are great. So they're getting my wild card. You I'm disagree? Yeah, uh, yeah, I disagree. And I'm glad we're not. I was worried you're gonna put the Cowboys in there, but their road uniforms are terrible. 
Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Listen, Cowboys have the most. Uh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that, but they have the most overrated uniforms. Yeah. They, they change the color of their pants based on whether the, the, it's, it's one away. silver versus another slightly Bluish different shade silver. of silver the blue changes when they go on the, the blue when they go on the doesn't match the hat yeah the, it's royal blue when they wear the royal when they wear the white jerseys yeah. but then it's dark blue when they wear the jer- it's, it's all a mess as far I, I just don't like it and by the way look up images of them from when they were wearing the royal blue jerseys those are actually kind of cool those, those are, are cool. nice they wore them in super bowl five i like those i don't like that dark blue it just doesn't make sense your cut co- you've made you chose your color as one shade of blue you don't get to change it <laughs> on a whim all the time like that, it's just it's, it, it ain't right. Yeah, and the Lions have Honolulu blue. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a softer shade of blue. I kind of like it. Makes sort sense of like your baby blue. Sort of like Thank your you. baby blue eyes, which is why you're not in the uh, well, I'm not the, in, the NFL. in the NFL, and also uh, you're morbidly obese. <laughs> um, reason number two. So, all right. So, listen, we'll set that bracket up for you, and uh, on uh, episode number nine, we'll get into the playoffs. I oh, don't yeah. know. I, what do you think, Rank? What do you think, Benheim? Are you you're a football fan? Are you? Is it a problem that we uh, did? I just spend? Did we just spend too much time talking about uniforms for your taste? Are you bored by uniform conversation? A lot of people don't like uniform taste. I love them though. I love them. I don't understand how people who watch sports don't care about the uniforms. And I would say at least half of the viewing public is is of that mind. Like, who cares? I don't even notice that sort of. Stuff. You're you looking not? at them. You're looking at them for three hours. How does that not? It sink into your head like I, I that uniform's so ugly I can't look at oh I love how that looks you know yeah, you know and children th- choose teams based on how much they like the uniform and Absolutely. then you, you 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 may not admit it your 38 year old brain or your 57 year old brain or whatever might not be willing to accept it but you gravitated to some teams based on their uniforms when you were a, a wee child how many ki- how many people rooted for the Raiders just because of that color scheme that's right. The silver and black. That's right. People got into it. Yeah, put your hand down over there. We get it. Banheim. So, so answer the question. Boring or or all right? Your love for it kind of rubs off on me a little bit. I usually don't pay attention to it too much, but uh, when you start talking about it, uh, yeah, I mean. You like it. Are I they going to start, are they wow, gonna start talking about it? That's a passion. It? I, I, yeah. I, I don't Is even know how to gauge that's gonna be that. uncovered too now? Here's Steve Watch. We might we're going to break it down. We're going to talk ball, but we're going to talk ball uniforms. You're a Miami Dolphins fan. Talk about it. <laughs> All right, listen. Describe to me what was happening when. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's far too formal. Can just, you comment just, on. Just bring I up any that. subject. Just bring up uh, any. Can you, uh, can you comment on what just happened? Like, at least have a question. Harry Truman, you dropped the bomb over in Japan. Talk about it. You know, it doesn't matter how complicated the uh, how complicated the subject is. Just, uh, just throw it at them. Talk about it. All right, listen. We've uh, we've talked about uniforms. We've talked about number eight. We've talked about a full about redheads, a full range of things. And now it's time for you to go out and enjoy your July Fourth holiday and love the red, white, and blue America. So America. on. America. That's right. Rank. Please, please be careful with how many how much you celebrate in terms of wieners. Come don't, on. I don't do I don't dig burgers? the hot dog eating contest. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Okay. But uh yeah, I don't like that either. It makes me sick in fact. I I really find it repugnant watching those people with the the drool. Who can watch that on TV? Who finds that entertaining? I I don't I'm not someone who has who, who's got a weak stomach or anything, but 
it grosses me out watching those people dip it into the water and it comes out. It's not just that it's water. It's that it is that it, it turns. Uh, uh, don't even talk about it. You know, you're it ruining my Fourth of July. Becomes now. translucent. I'm going to wa- go to France Ugh. now with Milner. <laughs> au, au revoir. Au revoir. Um, uh, so, all right. Rank, a pleasure. Benheim. Oh, don't forget, Adam Rank. Uh, check him out on Twitter, at Adam Rank. Always his pick six uh, uh, columns up there at NFL.com. Special pick six this week for America. Oh, really? It's going to be good. All right, good. I'll look forward to checking that one out. And uh, Benheim, fine job. You hear the uh, you hear the Ewoks singing for us. Yes, I love to hear songs about the red, white, and blue, but it's also nice to hear the greatest song of triumph. You know, it's the same sort of thing when the Ewoks and the Rebel Alliance defeated the evil empire. What are we talking about? Except the same sort of thing than what uh, what the Patriots did, not the New England one. How did Anakin turn into a 50-year-old man? Don't, don't start with me about Star Wars. We're trying to sign <laughs> out here. We're not trying to get into a, theolo- into a, a big... Uh, the- is it theological? There is some religion to yeah. Star Wars. All right, I want to get out of here so we can go eat some wieners and uh, drink beers and so on right. to celebrate our nation. You don't have to All tell right. me twice. We'll be back with episode 9 for you. And also, don't forget the ending of the Top 100 thing. We got to do that too, Rank. We got our Sunday night show coming up to review uh, numbers one through ten. It's sure to be disgusting for you and me as Aaron Rodgers, the Super Bowl MVP, didn't even finish in the top ten. Can't wait to see who ranks ahead of him. We'll uh, we'll kibitz about that next time. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.